0: What's up everybody, Jonathan Royster here, yelling to the mic again on the Diamond Strength Systems Podcast. And I'm here today with the Avi Lenchango. Hi. We're here, podcast number three, starting fresh, kinda. (laughs) Uh, We We had some technical issues. We had a little blooper earlier where we recorded, done about... Three to five minutes of talking, and noticed that we were not recording our lovely voices. So, this podcast we put out some questions and answer uh, posts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Which you uh, want to if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Diamond underscore Strength underscore Systems. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at. DSS underscore podcast. So we put out some pictures. We put out some uh, posts asking from the audience questions that they would like us to answer on our soon-to-be top-rated podcast in the nation (laughs)
1: because
0: I said so. Uh, So one of the questions we got, Abby, go go ahead and give us the, the first question that they asked us.
1: Our first question that we have is how to choose a trainer or a coach. So how do we do that, Jonathan?
0: Abby, I will tell you. <laughs> uh, so there's there's different ways that you can you can find a coach or you can find a trainer. My biggest advice would be do your research. Uh, do your research on people who have been successful competing at whatever level or sport. That you want to compete at. So, if you're a bodybuilder and you want to go compete in bodybuilding, and you want to find a good coach. Find somebody that is good at it, that's successful, that's that's won some stuff, that's you know maybe gotten uh, a pro card or a pro total or whatever. Who's maybe set some records. Um, now, that doesn't mean everybody that can do it can teach it. Just because that they've done good on the platform or done good uh, on stage or, or at their competitions, that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to, to teach that to you. Some people have a hard time of ex, uh, explaining their methods or explaining what they do or how they do it. Or they could be getting their stuff from somebody else that's actually coaching them. Uh, but but what I would do is I would definitely do some research and find somebody who's good in the sport or in the event that you're looking for. Find somebody who's had some time and has put some put some time and effort into it, and they're not just your buddy or whatever. That's you know decided to do a competition one day and he got first because he was on, the only one in the weight class or whatever. So my my first tip would be. Find somebody that's been successful in in the sport. Tip number two. I don't even know how many tips we got. I
1: don't
0: know. I don't know. So tip number two. My, my second tip would be try to find recommendations. Um, you know, if you, when you're involved in the sport or involved in, you know, when you're when you're in the community of fitness. A lot of people know a lot of people, so I would start asking around, and not very many people might be able to tell you who to go to, but they might tell you who not to go to. So that's always a that's always a good way to find a coach too. So if you got somebody's like, hey, you know, I haven't had any luck with any trainers, but I'll tell you, I, I've had two trainers that suck, and this is who they are. So you might not always be able to find out who to go to. But you might be able to find out who not to go to. So ask around. Ask questions. Um, most people are pretty friendly, I would, I would guess, in the fitness industry because we're all here to help each other. We're all here for one another. Uh, tip number three, do you have a tip, Abby?
1: Yes. Um, just because they are certified doesn't mean that they actually know what they are talking about because, honestly, to get a certification... It's kind of hard because you have to take a test and you need to know how to answer these questions on the test, but it doesn't really pertain to real life situations. So you, it, I feel like the test should test you on how you perform with a client or how you would explain things with a client because it's just a, it's just a, what is it? How do you t- what's the kind of test is it? Oh, multiple choice t- answer, right?
0: Yeah, some of them are multiple choice. Some of them are a little bit more lengthier than that. Yeah. But just because this person has a certificate or some kind of certification or or degree, degree. whatever, it does not mean that they're going to be good at coaching. It doesn't mean they're going to be good at teaching or anything.
1: Yeah. Because anyone can get a certification if they really wanted to. Yeah, all you got
0: to do is read a book. You know, you'll go and be like, all right, I want to get. Uh, A-certified in personal training. Well, you buy the package, they send you the material, you study the material, then you take a test, and then, kapow! Yeah. You are certified. But you want, you want to find somebody who's passionate. experienced and passionate about what they're doing, and they're constantly trying to learn new things, they're constantly trying to better ed- educate themselves, and they're not one that claims that they know everything. Yeah. I mean... Me, personally, I know a lot of stuff when it comes to powerlifting and how to get stronger. But that doesn't mean I know everything. And I'll admit it. I don't know everything. But I do know more than the majority of coaches out there, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a lot of time and effort into powerlifting. I have a lot of, uh, what do you call it? People I know. But that's not the word I'm looking for.
1: Network?
0: No. It's one word. I Uh, don't know. I don't know. Acquaintances, I guess. I got, I got, I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of coaches, and I know a lot of professional powerlifters, and I've been to Westside Barbell, and I've met Brandon Lilly, and you know all those people, and I've been to the Arnold Classic, I've competed at the Arnold Classic, so I've got time. I know people, so if I have you know a question or something, I, or if someone asks me a question I don't know the answer to, I have people on high that are at a very high level who can help me out and I'm not just going to my Facebook group and asking for a form check when 90% of the people in that Facebook group
1: Just use bro science.
0: Just use bro science and are freaking like Jim nah, not as to grass. It's trash. And that's not the case because in powerlifting, you have to go parallel. And that's what I coach and that's what I teach is when we're training, you know, we're going to go to Parallel. Alright, so, just ran into a little incident. We had to pause it. Uh, One of our little pit bull pups here has been, like, super cuddly, super close to us, and just kind of, like, all up in our business. We thought he just wanted some love. attention and some love, but turns out his belly was hurting him and <laughs> right in the middle of that last little podcast when I'm talking about going ass to grass he's in the background dropping a deuce
1: literally ass to grass
0: in the floor ass to grass I mean his knee, his knees were forward his back was arched <laughs> his head was down his eyes were down his form was terrible but
1: he's pushing out on his belly though
0: he's pushing, he's pushing out on his belly Drop that's what happens if you push too hard, <laughs> you end up dumping a load in the floor, so that's what the uh that's what the little funky skip hop and the jump in the track was. We had a little blooper, but back to the main topic picking out picking a coach, you know, find somebody who's uh knowledgeable in the subject, find somebody who does some research, find somebody who uh has been successful in the sport themselves, and you know a lot of a lot of the older people. You'll know you always you always see like the the old guy in like the boxing ring corner or whatever. You know a lot of those old, a lot of the older people who don't compete anymore. There are good coaches, uh, but not all of them are great. But some of the old people, if, if that ever happens, you know, find out, be like, so when did you start powerlifting, you know, or when did you start bodybuilding, or when did you start doing this, when did you start doing that, what kind of successes have you had in the sport, you know, a- ask them questions, pick their brain, uh, but do YouTube videos, shit, there's enough YouTube videos out there that you could watch one a day for the rest of your life and never run out, um, look up YouTube videos do your own research do your own investigation on the people you know ask around be like hey who's who's somebody that's good you know who if you had to recommend me a a coach for this who would it be and then go do your research on those people when you get your answers there's a lot of good coaches out there that i want to say are hidden but you know they may not be mainstream coaches They they may not be at the top of the list or they may not be uh, really promoting themselves as a coach, so you know, just do your research, uh, ask around, and you know, find people that are successful in the sport. I want if I wanna be a, be coached by somebody, I wanna want to be coached by somebody who's currently active in the sport. And one of the reasons behind that is because uh, things change all the time. Things change, equipment changes rules change, bars change, you know, there's all kinds of stuff out there. And if somebody's currently, you know, if somebody's heavily involved and currently involved in the sport and in, in competing, then they may know some of these tricks or or whatnots before others. The hell, they may even find it out themselves. So that's what my advice would be on finding a coach uh, just do your research, ask questions, look at their success in the sport, uh, referrals is great, you know, if you know somebody else who's successful and they're, you know, tagging their coach in their Instagram or their Twitter feed, click on the link, go check them out, shoot them a message, you know, if you shoot them a message, be like, hey, you know, this is my goals, this is what I want to do, and... You know, see how they respond. If they're assholes or whatever, you know, fuck that guy. Go to somebody else, you know. Go to somebody who's willing to put in some effort and some time into, you know, into you as a client of theirs. Um, You know, sometimes I go above and beyond or I try to at least, you know. As a coach myself, I really try to take care of my clients personally. Uh, The main reason is because I don't, I'm not flooded with clients. I don't have clients just fucking falling out the sky saying, hey, train me, train me. So what I do is I try to really go above and beyond for that one to five clients that I do have at that time so they can really understand that I'm there for them, that I'm here, and I'm alive, and I'm ready to rock and roll, and I'm ready to help them get to where they want to be and help them succeed and take care of them as a client and not just give them a cookie cutter workout program and say see ya you know i want not want to sit i want to want to sit down talk to them i want to want to work out with them a couple times, show them hey this is what i mean when i write this down or, this is this is how this should be executed this is how this should be done this is how this is how it's supposed to be and and go there walk through them, uh, through the motions with them show them how it should be done Show them a live run, at, you know, full speed, uh, crawl, walk, run method. Um, so, you know, find a coach who's willing to go out of their way to help you out. Not somebody who's just going to take your money, throw you a program, be like, all right, after, you know, every time he texts me, it's a quarter, or, you know, 25, you know, 50 cents or whatever. So uh, don't jump on the bandwagon. Just do your research, uh, Google, ask around, and then... Then pick a coach. Don't just pick right away. Abby, you got any uh, any comments on picking a coach or a trainer?
1: Yeah, go to diamondstrengthsystems.com to get a consultation oh. if you want some training.
0: Oh, look at that. She is a genius. If anybody out there wants personal training, if you're local, it'll be in person. If you're not, it'll be online. Go to www.diamondstrengthsystems.com. We got an ebook out. That's a power building ebook. It's it's a it's a template. It's it is what it is. You download it. You get the workout program sent to you. There's some you know pages one through ten or whatever in there that you can read before you actually start the program. We got a booty blast program on there. We got a twelve week bench press program on there. And Abby and myself. Uh, We'll write custom workout programs for anybody who's looking for that stuff. So, look no further. We are here. We are coaches have arrived.
1: (laughs) We have coaches have arrived.
0: Is that what I said? Yeah. Well, well, bitch, we're here, so choose us. (laughs) Uh,
1: Can you stop yelling, please?
0: Sorry, I'm excited. I feel my ears kind of hurt. All right, so that was one of our questions we got. Another question we'll cover is motivation. So, this young man, his question was how to get more motivated. You have anything, Abby?
1: Yeah. Um, how to get more motivated? You can hire a coach, aka what we just spoke about. Holla. Um, yeah, hiring a coach, well hold you accountable.
0: How, how do you get motivated? Let's start how with that. How do I get motivated? How do you get motivated?
1: To, to work out?
0: Well, how do you get motivated for the day? Or how do you get motivated to work out? Or just... Well... When something involves some motivation.
1: When something involves some motivation, I... I normally, sometimes I would write it down. Or I'll write a mental list in my head and try to get everything done. Cause in that way, once I check everything off, I'm like, oh shit, I done everything that I need to do today, and I don't got anything else to do, so I can just relax. But when it's in the gym, uh, that's kind of hard. I've been struggling on the motivation bus. But when it it depends on the days. Like, say we're doing, like, heavy rack pulls. I'll get freaking hyped because that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, Either it, rack pulls or deadlifts. Like, any
0: any lower body movement where if she needs to bail, she can just drop the weight. She's <laughs> all for her.
1: Yeah, so I get I just think about, like, what I'm going to do that day. Or I just think about that lift in particular. And I just get really excited for it. And I just try to think of the best of what I can do. And just that's just how I get motivated. But um i'm not really one to be like yay motivation because i'm a procrastinator at its best as most people probably don't know but i am a procrastinator and it sucks but oh i know
0: trust me i know (laughs) i still love you though
1: i love you too but uh i think john is more better at motivation than i am he's my motivator he motivates me to be better every single day if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, oh, and it thanks. wouldn't be a podcast if it wasn't for him. Yeah.
0: So, to answer this young man's question specifically, how to get more motivated? I don't think you can get more motivation. I think one, I think motiv- motivation's fake. I don't think motivation exists for long periods of time. Uh, I do get motivated. I do get fired up. I do get pumped up. I do watch a lot of motivational videos, and I do watch a lot of motivational speeches, and uh, you know I watch like Gary Vaynerchuk and and stuff like that, and I watch these guys. Uh, you know they they'll they'll pump me up, they'll motivate me for a couple hours, but after that it's all on you. I mean I've never you ever watch a, a movie trailer to like Avengers. Or Spider-Man or something. And you're like... Woo! I'm, I'm fired up. I'm going to go watch this video. It's and weird. then... There's a movie. And then you get to the movie theaters. You're fired up. Ready to go. You watch the movie. The movie's over with. And then...
1: It's up to you to see if you like it or not.
0: And then it's gone. Like the movie... You watch the movie. The movie's done. That's it. You were hyped up when you seen the trailer. You were motivated. You are excited. You went to the movie. You watched the movie... After the movie, ka plunk, motivation's gone. Why? Because you've already experienced it. So, when you're looking for motivation, always look back at to why you started. And look at, you know, so, alright, so why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you working out in the gym you're working out at? Why are you training with the people you're training with? Why are you doing a squat the particular way that you're doing it. You know, ask yourself why, 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 why? Why yourself until you can't no more. But for the motivational part, you know, to get more motivated, you can't. You can initially get motivated. You know, you can have like a come to Jesus moment where, you you know, you possibly hit rock bottom or you seem lost you seem like there's nowhere else to go progress isn't going anywhere well I'll tell you right now get more motivated ain't gonna change any of that stuff when the time comes and you've you spent you know you spent hours or days or weeks or months or whatever years even doing what you're doing no progress you're in a slump and you're at that rock bottom moment that's the time where you got to dig deep that's the time where dedication is is going to take over cuz dedication and consistency that's that's after motivation so you get motivated, you get fired up and you start doing it but if you can't transition that motivation into consistency and into dedication, dedication, you're done. And you're going to be hitting this roller coaster wave of things going up and down, up and down, and you're not going to make it anywhere. You're just going to be a sitting duck. Um so I've 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 met this. I met this young man that's that asked me this question a couple of times in the gym, um, and if I was to g- just if I was to give him like actual advice, and, and I've helped him out. I've talked to him in the gym a few times, but just some like no shit upfront advice on on motivation, it would be get a plan. I don't think he has a plan. I don't think he has any kind of real workout routine. I don't think he studies this stuff. I don't think he researches it. Uh, I don't I don't think he, I don't think he's doing enough to learn what it is that he wants to do. I think he's just kind of doing a little bit of everything, hoping that something works. And in some aspects of life that may that may work. but when it comes to the fitness world, fitness industry, uh, you know, getting stronger, getting bigger, nine times out of ten, if you follow some kind of program, you're going to get to the end goal a lot quicker than you would if you were, you know, just out doing things that you've seen on google.com or bodybuilding.com or whatever. Um, so find somebody, find some people to train with, find a reason to, to go to the gym every day. Read some books, you know, be consistent, get some goals, write your goals down, and don't stop until you're able to cross all those goals off your list. Have some short-term goals, you know, maybe within a week span. Like from, like myself, personally right now, my goal is to stretch my groin. That, as little as it is, my goal right now is I need to stretch more. I need to stretch my inner thighs, and I need to stretch my glutes, my hamstrings, and I need to stretch my groin out. Because it's going to help my squat. It's going to help my squat out, and I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's going to help my squat. So that's my goal this week is I just want to stretch more. Then you want to have some medium goals. Uh, you know, six to, you know, maybe three to eight months. You know, maybe some like medium goals. Three to eight months out, you know, my medium goal is to uh, qualify for the Arnold Classic again next year, 2019, and get a 2,000-pound total. That's my goal. That's like a short goal. I would love to be able to hit a 2,000-pound total next year at the Arnold Classic. I think that would be pretty freaking sweet. Um, Long-term goal for me personally is I want to be top 10 in the world in my weight class in powerlifting um, in the 181 weight class. Let me, let me say that. Uh, and then once I do that, you know, who knows? I may be sniffing top five or something. I don't know, but, but you want, you want to have goals. You want to have goals. You want to write this stuff down and you need to dig deep and understand that you are the only one that's going to hold you back. And you are the one that's going to, Wake yourself up every day and attack the day. You're the only one that's in control of you, so figure out why you're doing it. Find some, you know, if you need a, if you need to watch a freaking motivational speech or whatever every single morning, do that. But at some point, the motivation is going to run out, and now, now you need to be digging deep, and you need to be thinking about, all right, am I dedicated to this? Am I going to be? Am I going to be able to stay consistent? with the program or training routine that I'm doing. And if not, well, throw in the towel, you know. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to not start to get on a program or a plan or find a coach or find a mentor or uh, start slacking. Because, you know, if you're if right now, if you're looking for ways to stay motivated – Right now, what I'm saying is you need to you need to do some soul searching, have a come to Jesus moment, figure out why it is you're doing what you're doing, think of a plan, think of goals, reach out, talk to people, find some training partners, be accountable to somebody else and not just yourself, and just understand that this is a marathon. Nothing's going to happen overnight. Uh, you know. We're all not Instagram famous or YouTube stars or anything, so you just got to dig deep, man. Dig deep. Find out why you're doing it, but have a passion for it. Have a passion for it. Like I tell you right now, one thing, I don't know, let me see here. I don't know, I don't do a whole lot of stuff that I don't enjoy. I don't like cleaning. I'll tell you that right now. I hate cleaning. But to get motivated to do it, I don't really get motivated to do it. I'm just disciplined. I just know, I just don't like to live in a dirty house, so I want to clean probably every single day. There's things that I don't like, and that's really why I do some of the things I do, is because I don't like a dirty house, so I want to clean every day. And I don't like to be... What's she in there yelling at? What are you yelling at? She's in there yelling at dogs. Anyways, uh... So yeah, I hope I answered your question. I know it's kind of all over the place with that, but just discipline, dedication, consistency—those three things are going to come after motivation. Motivation's an initial thing, you know. And if if you're running out of motivation, find out what motivated you to begin with. Watch an inspirational video or something on YouTube. Listen to a freaking disturbed song or some Rob Zombie or something. Get pumped up. Look at the things that you've completed in the past. Uh, some, accompli- some accomplishments that you've done in the past to, to be able to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I am somebody. I have Look at these great things that I have done. And even if they're not great to you, they may be great to somebody else. So just accomplishments. Look at the things that you've accomplished. Be like, you know what? I can do this. Write a goal. Write a plan down. Be disciplined, dedicated, and consistent with the plan. You'll achieve your goals and try to find people to to motivate you along the way, to help you out along the way. Whether it's listening to this podcast or finding a coach or reading a book or watching a video or, you know, calling up a family member on the phone or whatever. Um, but that's, that's, that's my, that's my answer. I felt like I kind of went a little to the left and a little to the right of the question itself, but, um, Maybe a little bit repetitive, but that's, that's what I think about motivation. Motivation's fake, and it doesn't last long. So get motivated and get fired up, and then transition that into dedication, discipline, and consistency. So we went over how to pick a coach. We went over how to get more motivated. Another question that we got is, is, or how is Diamond Strength Systems different than other people? What makes us different from other companies? Well, me personally, I'm very, very passionate about powerlifting. I'm very disciplined. I'm consistent. Uh, I got a military background. I have friends and family who's involved in the sport. I like to read books about the sport of powerlifting. I like to be open to new ideas, try new things. Um, so, so with Diamond Strength Systems, we haven't been around long. We've been around for a short amount of time. But I've always been a, a personal trainer. I've always, I've always trained somebody. And man, I, I started just falling in love with it, watching people's success. There was a, uh, there was a lady. Uh, that I trained earlier in this year, she's never done a pilot team meet before in her life. She's like, I want to find a coach and I want to do this pilot team meet. So she found us. She found Diamond Strength Systems and she decided to let us coach her and, you know, take her on this journey of completing her first powerlifting competition. So, she done that. 12 weeks with me as her coach. Um, and she got first place. She got first place in her weight class. I think she broke all state records in her weight class or division or whatever. I can't remember what federation it was in, but it was down in Tennessee. Uh, and she was happy. She was pumped. You know, We were able to give her what she wanted. But that, 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 that's two parts. That's one us doing our job and that's two her doing her job. So Diamond Straight system's different from a lot of people in that aspect because you know I don't have a book of templates that I'm just gonna pull out of my pocket and be like, oh here you go. This will work. A lot of our stuff's custom designed to you and your fitness goals mainly because Uh, I don't, it's online. I don't know what kind of gym you're at. I don't know what kind of equipment you have access to. And I know some very, very cheap items out there that you can buy. Well, let me say inexpensive. I won't say cheap. Let's say very inexpensive items out there that you can buy yourself to take advantage of and make more of, make more, get more out of them than, than most people, um, so, Diamond Strength Systems, we'll, we'll ta- we take a portion of the money of our earnings, and <coughs> excuse me, we'll take a portion of the money in our earnings, and we'll go out, we'll snag up a few items for the sheltered animals, the dogs, the doggos. Uh, so we'll, we'll go out, and we'll buy them beds, blankets, toys, bones, food, stuff like that, and we'll take it to the shelter. We'll drop it off so that the, the animals there have something uh, to make their lives a little better, a little easier. Uh, what really inspired that is we we have a young pit bull now, <clears throat> female. Her name's Callie. She's a blue-nosed pit bull. And then we rescued a pit bull, who's actually a mix between a bull terrier and pit bull, right? Yep. So he's mixed. He's two years old, and he is a fantastic half dog half cow type animal i mean he's huge he's about 90 pounds 85 90 pounds big old pit bull nice as can be him and Callie gets along great they've never they've never ever shown any aggression towards one another uh they play rough but not they've never went over the line if you know what i'm saying so but i absolutely love dogs um that's a real soft soft spot in my heart is animals and dogs and stuff like that. So uh we I wanted to build a business uh with Abby that is able to give back to those animals um and, and make their time here on earth a little bit more enjoyable. And we do that by trying to get them some goods in the shelter. And I think here in the next few weeks we're gonna be grabbing some stuff up for uh our local shelter here uh just to get the pups some some toys and some fun things so uh other ways the diamond strength systems is different than most people is well uh we're currently involved you know we're I'm not just an old 40-year-old man uh that's beat up washed up done with the sport and now I just want to coach people I'm currently involved, I'm currently competing, I'm currently training, I'm training other people, I'm learning all the time, we, we go to seminars, we read books, we try to learn from the best, and what we do is we'll, we'll take all of the good that we can find in these organizations and people and articles and stuff that we read, and we just try to put it together and give it to you all uh, up front and personal. We just try to we just try to put it all out there. We're not a what's the word I'm looking for? We're not a like a I don't
1: know.
0: I don't know. What, I don't know what I'm looking for. Uh we're just kinda up front. We're gonna tell you how it is. We're gonna tell you what we think. I'm an active duty army recruiter. I make a good I make good money. I make a good paycheck. I'm <clears throat> not in this business for the money right now uh at one point i do want to open a gym and i do want to mentor and coach and train i want to do motivational speeches or whatever around the world and i want to i want to go to places and hold seminars and be a part of other people's seminars and you know this is what i want to do but to get there you know you got to do a lot of free stuff so uh a lot of our prices are low um you know, we got t-shirts for sale. We got, you know, templates that you can buy and follow. But this is a slow process. We don't claim to know anything. You know, there, there, is, there is no secret to success. And that's what we want to try to get our clients to understand is that, you know, we're here for them. We're going to tell them what they need to do. They may not always like the answer, but this is how you're going to get it done. And... We're gonna give you methods and workouts and stuff that we have done and used in the past or are still currently using that we've found success with. Um, you know, I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna go online and download a workout and be like, Here you go, here you go, bud, good luck. Today, Abby and I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, we left the house at four thirty, got to the gym by five, and we just got a client uh, this week. He's prepping for his well, his his second powerlifting competition here in Jackson, Ohio at the Halloween Havoc. Uh, it's going to be his second powerlifting competition, and he reached out to us.
1: You need to move away
0: farther from the mic. Am I yelling into it again? Yes. All right, so he reached out to us trying to get a coach, and we got up this morning. I met him at the gym because he has work in the morning. I, I didn't have to work today. I took today off, but uh we drove all the way up there we walked him through his first set of workouts we showed him what to do how to do them how they should be done how you should you know how your body should be positioned when you do this you know we walked him through it we went out of our way we got up early we drove all the way up to jackson ohio which is 30 minutes away to to break this exercise this workout down for this guy so he has an understanding of what needs to be done and because he is local, we are gonna uh, be face to face at some times. Uh, sometimes he may be working out with us because his competition's a week before mine. So you know I'm training and I'm uh, prepping as well. So not every day will I be able to train with him because I go to another gym sometimes to work out. But you know we go out of our way, we do what we can. We, we're constantly learning, we're constantly uh, you know we're, we're constantly keeping our foot on the pedal and grinding and that's how diamond strength system is different than everybody else. you know we, we understand the game we understand what it takes to be the best or at least progress through the ranks and uh, that's pretty much all I got. Abby uh, is there anything that you want to add on to?
1: Um, no, I think you basically, pretty much everything, everything. Whoa, <laughs> you, you
0: said a whole lot of hieroglyphics there. Whoa,
1: I think you basically covered everything. All right. That was good.
0: So, that's how Diamond Strength System's different. And that's why you should come and see me and Abby for your fitness goals. goals. How to choose a weight class is going to be our next question. So, for me... I am wanting to do very specific things in the 181 weight class. Uh, when I first started competing back in 2013, that's when I did my first competition. Then I got away from it from a little, for a little while got back into it. But anyways, back in the day, my weight class was, has started at 181. And I started getting good started getting good started seeing my numbers go up started winning some competition some mvp awards whatever and i was like man i could i can really do some i could really start things up in this 181 weight class and that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to get you know top 20 top 10 in the world and the 181 weight class that's my goal so to do that I need to be in the 181 weight class but let's say that you're just starting off and you're trying to decide you know like let's say you're going to do your first path competition just go be at whatever weight you want to be at it doesn't matter just get on the platform see how good you are see where you're at when you're done with the competition you know if you want to drop some weight go for it uh, if you want to maintain weight that's fine too But unless you're trying to do something very specific within a weight class or unless you're trying to set like an all-time world record or, you know, win some kind of money or something for, you know, unless there's something specific you're trying to do, my advice is just compete whatever weight class that you're comfortable competing in. Because for me, you know, when I walk around at 200, 205 pounds and I cut down to 181 in a week. Or, you know, three days or something like that. That sucks. It's not fun. My last cut was a lot better than the one before. But it's difficult and it can play a toll on your body. And if you're not smart about it, you can wind up in the hospital like this other chick just did. And she's given a bad name to weight cuts. I can't remember her name, but she cut weight. She was stupid about it. She did it wrong. She wound up in the hospital. Um, So if you're going to cut weight or something... Uh, you know, seek professional help. Make sure that you're, you know, not just Googling some shit because you may get the wrong answer and cause some harm to your body. Uh, but if you're new, you're fresh, got a meat or two under your belt, or no no meats under your belt, I would just say go do or go be in the weight class at whatever weight you're currently at. Uh, or give or take five or 10 pounds, you know, it's not that hard to lose five or 10 pounds. So, you know, that, that could, you know, you could do that, but you don't have to drop a ridiculous amount of weight just to compete in the, in one weight class. Just go do you. And then once you find out, you know, where your body, uh, works optimally at, then you can start, you know, shedding weight, gaining weight, competing in certain weight classes for certain goals. That's my two cents on it. What do you think, Abby?
1: Sounds good. I, see, I don't know much about this. You're
0: just you're just such a supporter today. I
1: know. I am. I'm just... I woke up at 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning just to go support you and all this stuff. So I'm just here for moral support and a little commentary back in... Over here in my little corner. And you
0: know what? Nobody puts baby in a corner. What? Nobody puts baby in a corner.
1: Is that like a saying that I don't know about?
0: That's a quote from a movie.
1: What movie?
0: You're going to have to find out. What movie? I'm not telling you. Can you just tell I'm me? I'm not telling you. You're going to have to find out on your own. Can you just tell me? I'll tell you after the podcast. I'll Google Maybe. it. Google it.
1: Okay.
0: Google it and tell me what movie that's from. Nobody puts baby in a corner.
1: Nobody puts baby in the corner. Let's see what we come up with. Veronica Mars.
0: Let me see what's showing you.
1: It's a yeah. show. It's not a movie.
0: No, it's a movie.
1: It's so a season two, episode seven.
0: I don't give a shit.
1: What is this? Hold Dirty on. Dancing.
0: There you go. Made famous in dirty dancing. When Johnny gets baby for the final dance. Ow, ow. She's sitting in the corner with her parents, who were mad at her at the time. And let's see, now used when proper attention is not given to a situation, but the situation turns out okay anyway. Plus, Fallout Boy revived is cult status with their song Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner. Oh. That's from Urban Dictionary, but yeah, it's from the movie
1: Dirty Dancing. Dirty
0: Dancing, which you haven't seen. I have not. Which is a good movie.
1: I haven't seen a lot of movies.
0: I know you've actually deprived me from my movie watching.
1: We watched a lot of movies.
0: I want to go to the movie theater.
1: Okay, then go to the theater with you. Then go to the theater with me.
0: All right. Well, you got to start saying yes to these movies when I ask you, hey, you want to go? Mm, See? (laughs) You guys heard that? Did podcaster listeners, you you hear that?
1: All right, we're getting off topic. Next question. All right,
0: next question was, Do we talk about supplements? No. So what supplements should you take?
1: We'll make this short and simple.
0: Yeah, we'll make this short and simple. Supplements. I just said that. Why do you want to make it short and simple?
1: Because we're at 45 minutes. And? I don't know. Make it short and simple.
0: I'm going to answer the question, however long it takes me is how long it takes me.
1: Just don't yell this time.
0: Alright, I know I'm yelling in y'all's face or ear right now, but... I want y'all to listen! So...
1: Well, they're here. They've been here for 45 minutes. They are listening. No,
0: they skipped through it and they fast-forwarded <laughs> it. We all know nobody's going to listen to me talk for 45 straight minutes. Alright, go. So, supplements. What supplements should you take? When I'm in my off-season and even my even when I'm preparing for a competition your supplements are supplements they're not like meal one and meal two if you can't get enough nutrition enough supplements quotations if you can't get enough of that stuff out of your diet that's when you need to start taking some supplements your diet should be you should You should really narrow down and tune in and become one with your diet before you should start going and taking supplements. But, to answer the question, what?
1: (laughs) You probably hear that.
0: But to answer the question, uh, take what you need. Personally, myself, I'll take a multivitamin. I'll take a fish oil. That's us pretty much all the time. I'll take... A pre-workout when I'm preparing for a competition, I usually go off of it. When I'm in a, my off-season, uh, I'll take a creatine. It's either a creatine monohydrate, uh, no flavor, and I'll mix it in with my coffee in the morning, which is one of my it's one of my little tricks. I've read articles that are pro and against it. But I like to put a creatine monohydrate, no flavor, into my coffee in the mornings. Um, And I'll take a protein shake. If I need to gain weight rapidly, for whatever reason, I'll take something that's... A a, mass gainer? Yeah, I'll take a mass gainer. A 1,000 to 1,500 calorie shake with a lot of carbs and a lot of protein. Uh, and I usually do that when I get back from the field, uh, or whatever with the army. But since I'm a recruiter now, we don't go to the fields. My weight's sitting pretty good. So my protein that I take is typically high protein, low carb, just so I can try to shed a little fat, but also keep my protein high. So, I mean, that's what I would recommend for supplements, you know, multivitamin, male or female, fish oil, male or female creatine male or female BCAAs, protein male or female and that's pretty much it you know i wouldn't take anything crazy uh it's just not needed if your diet's good to go then you shouldn't need all those extra supplements but if you're looking at what kind of supplements to take that's what i would take abby
1: Mm, that's good (laughs) (laughs)
0: Man, she's just doing such a good job today supporting this I podcast. know. How to prepare how to prepare for your first power if you meet is our next question.
1: Why are you are you looking at me like that?
0: I don't know. I just like looking at you. I think you're pretty. Oh, thanks. So our next question is how to prepare for your first powerlifting competition. Know, As our dogs jingle jangling
1: They're come,
0: coming to say hi. They're coming to say hi to the podcast. So how to prepare for your first power competition. Find a program or a coach and understand how that program works and then stick to it for twelve to sixteen weeks. I would make sure that your nutrition is on point. It doesn't have to be a strict diet, just don't be eating a bunch of shit. Try to eat every three try to eat it around every three hours, whether it's a protein shake and a fruit or a meal or, or whatever. Um, so find a program, find a location. Understand what the rules of that federation, babe. Understand what the rules of that federation are. Understand uh, time hacks. Uh, some timelines. You know, some some federations will require you to be, you know, an hour early for the rules. The rule, you know, for them to go over the rules or whatever. So, so find a, find a good federation that's recommended. That's close to the area. That puts on a good competition. Understand the rules. Understand the timelines. Find a good coach if you can, uh, or find a good program, or hop in. You know, if you find a group or somebody that's training for a to meet as well, you know, maybe go up in them, go up to them, and be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm training for a competition. Not really sure what to do. Is there any way that I can hop in with you, and you guys can kind of like coach me up and more than likely, they would be happy to help. Um, then you got to figure out what kind of weight class you're going to be in. So, like I talked about earlier, you know, if it's your first piloting competition, you know, if if it's, if, if you got to drop five pounds to get into a lower competition, a lower weight class, that's fine. Uh, no big deal there. But don't be cutting 20 pounds or something, 15 to 20 pounds to meet a weight class. Uh, it's not like you're going to set a world record or anything anyways on your first one. I mean, you might. It's possible. There may be a sleeper out there just working out all the time and he's just going to show up to beat all the world records. But, uh, <clears throat> then you're going to want to figure out if you're going to do a raw competition or a multiplayer competition. Um, my first pilot meet was a multiply comp. I had my dad, I had other friends. Uh, I I had people to show me how to use the equipment before the comp itself. So I didn't just go out there and buy a bunch of shit and throw it on and be like, alright, I'm ready to do this, let's go. I spent a lot of time and effort into understanding the equipment, learning how to use it before I jumped on the platform. So my first competition was geared. Was geared. Uh, I've never done a raw comp. I probably will never do a raw comp. Maybe later on down the road. I don't know, but I doubt it. Um, and then you want to find, if you're know if you going to do a, a geared comp, you got to get all the right, right tools. You got to get a pretty good set of shoes. I highly recommend uh Vans or Chuck Taylors, preferably Chuck Taylors.
1: Or nobles. Like nobles. Or nobles,
0: yeah. I wear a pair of nobles. Uh I wore a pair in my last competition. Uh they're a pretty good shoe. You gotta find some kind of knee wrap. Uh you gotta find a pair of briefs. You gotta find a squat suit. You gotta find a belt. You gotta find wrist straps. And you gotta find a singlet. You may have to find a pair of deadlift socks in case that federation requires you to have higher socks when you compete. Um and I just use my I use my squat suit for my deadlift suit. You can go out and buy a deadlift suit if you want, but I just use a squat suit. It's cheaper that way. This stuff's expensive. I'm talking two to four hundred dollars for this stuff. So if this is a route you want to take, make sure you got the money for it. If you don't want to do any of that, and you want to do a raw competition Um, you're going to have to find a singlet, you know, depending on the federation, some federations, you know, I'm not that big into the raw stuff, but some federations may require, uh, a singlet to be made of certain things or a certain thickness. Your singlet has to be, uh, maybe a certain brand. You're going to need shoes again. You're going to need belt and you may need some knee wraps or knee sleeves and wrist wraps for a raw competition. Just depends on which one you're doing. Um, and yeah, you're going to want to have maybe a friend or two at the competition there with you to help you out. You know, uh, It's going to be hard and hectic to... You can do it on your own. It's just going to make your life a little easier if you have somebody saying, hey, you're, you're five out from your first attempt. You know, you got five people in front of you or something like that. Or, hey, we got 10 minutes before flight number one starts warming up. So, you know, having having a group there with you on game day will help tremendously. Uh, training partners are huge. If you're going to start preparing for a powerlifting competition, I highly, highly, highly recommend finding people to work out with you or you work out with them. Uh, I w- I drove two hours before to work out with a fantastic lifter. His name's is Marcus Morris. He's in Syracuse. He's in Syracuse, New York. Uh, it works out of Hercules Gym, <coughs> bless you. Excuse me. Which is ran by Rita West? Does she run it?
1: Rita West runs.
0: Or, she. I don't think she owns it, does she? I
1: think she co-owns it, maybe.
0: Yeah. So Rita West, she's a female multi power powerlifter and raw. And raw. She she's done. She's had a all-time world record, I believe, as a multi-play lifter. Fantastic lifter, phenomenal. But I was going out of my way, driving two hours. You know, maybe once or twice a month to lift with Marcus to learn and get coaching from him. So if you're, you know, getting ready to do your first powerlifting meet and you don't have certain equipment or certain gyms or certain people around you, you know, be ready to to hop in your car and go because it's only going to help you. Um, Dial in your form and your technique. You don't want to go onto a platform looking like shit. I would much rather see somebody on the platform with perfect form and not very, not very strong than going up there and performing these lifts with terrible form, terrible technique. They look like they're about to freaking snap their back in half on deadlifts or squats and just getting by with their numbers. That's going to, that's just going to embarrass you. So excuse me uh, that's just going to embarrass you you don't want to you don't want to do that you don't want to look eight up on a platform so do your research get a good program get the equipment needed for the competition find where one's at give yourself 12 to 16 weeks to train for one read uh, branch out you know find people to train with you or go train with them and just stay dedicated and disciplined and do your first powerlifting competition, see how it goes, take notes, and adjust fire afterwards. And that's 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 my advice on a paraffin competition. <laughs> Why
1: are you looking at me? Because
0: I want to ask you. So, Abby, is there anything you can add on to that? Yeah, I can. What?
1: And mostly, have fun.
0: Have fun. That's a big thing. Have fun at first, but then once you start getting good... Then it's just fun beating everybody, or at least beating our own PR, So,
1: see, I had something to add on.
0: That was so good. I'm so proud of you.
1: Right, it's a good one. That's a good one. They could take away from a lot. What of else that. you got? I got our next topic. Right? What's our next topic? No. The next question? I think that's it. Yeah. I think exactly. those are
0: the only questions that we uh, we were asked while we were promoting.
1: Yeah, we'll do another one eventually. Yeah,
0: we'll do another one eventually. Today is Wednesday, but this, uh, so Wednesday the 6th, this is actually going to drop. By the time you all hear this, it's going to be Monday the 10th, I believe, right? Or, or yeah. The ele- or the
1: 11th. It's
0: going to be Monday the 11th.
1: Or any day after the
0: 11th. It's, it's going to be Monday.
1: No, I'm, I'm saying, like, they're probably listening to this, like, it's not Monday.
0: No, you better listen to this. It better, if it's not Monday, then you need to freaking set an alarm. And get up Monday morning at 5 a.m. to listen to our podcast. Because that's when they drop. Bow wow. Okay. What? Hold on. Why did I say bow wow? <laughs> I don't even know why I said bow wow. Like I was wanting to go like <laughs> booya Or boom or something. That's what I was thinking in my head. I swear. Oh,
1: <laughs> I, s-
0: I swear. I was thinking that. Then it came out bow wow. Like.
1: <laughs> no. Today, what were you doing? Oh, you're showing... You're showing your, your client how to do JM um, presses, and you kept going, bam, 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 bam,
0: bam. bam. <laughs> I get hyped up.
1: You just have a lot of...
0: you got to of- be energetic. If you're a coach out there and you're listening to this, you've got to be energetic when you're with your clients. Uh, you've got to be fired up. you got to show them value in what you're doing. You've got to explain to them, hey, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing that. This is why we don't do this. Um, you don't know what you don't know what your clients are going through. Uh, you don't know if your clients are having a good day or a bad day at home. You don't know if they've recently experienced something tragic. You have no idea. So, make it enjoyable for them. Show them value in in what you're doing. And you want to be their friend. You want to have a good time with them, but also you're their coach and you need to di- be disciplined and you need to be consistent with your training. But nobody, you don't know what they're going through. So, so when I have my clients, I try to be energetic. I try to have a good time and you know mess around, play around, and, and and talk and joke. But you know when it's time to get serious, it's time to get time to get serious. And and we're about to about to kick this thing off. So, so yeah, when I'm with my clients, I'll probably say something dumb or like make these weird noises or whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I have fun with it. I enjoy being there. I have a fun time being there, and I try to make it fun and fun time for them. Yep. Um.
1: Now what? I don't what's know. The, what's oh, next on the list?
0: Let me check my notes.
1: Checking, checking. Clients
0: asking if they can do other programs while
1: doing your program.
0: Doing your program. That was that, that's this is the last question, and then.
1: Does it. That's, I think that's it. Then we'll be done. I think done. that's our last rant.
0: Yeah, this is this is our last rant. We're a not first gonna, and only rant. Yeah, yeah. We like to you know, we like to t- I like to talk. I like yeah. to talk into this microphone. Yeah. We should put like little eyes. We should make the microphone look like a face so it's like we're talking to somebody.
1: I I look at you when I talk, so I'm just looking at you. I don't look at the microphone.
0: So you stare at me the whole time.
1: Yeah. Like I am right now. That's so do weird. Do you feel uncomfortable?
0: I do feel uncomfortable.
1: Oh, good. I f- like, I feel your eyes hitting mission, me. Mission accomplished, then. Anyways, okay, so when clients ask us... If, oh,
0: hold on, are we, are we telling them as a coach or or letting them know, hey...
1: It could go both ways.
0: All right, well, okay, you can answer both of them. Oh,
1: okay. What? Anyways, so when a client asks us yeah. if it's okay for them to do a different program or a different workout on top of the program that they're already doing, one, it makes me believe that they don't want to do the program or they don't believe in us to do what we need to do or two it just like one client would could be like is it okay if i do a program that i found on an app because i can't get to the gym well to me it's like can you get to the gym or do you not want to go to the gym so then with me it's kind of like then why do you need me why are you asking me to help you if you can just find these programs online or through these apps? Then what's the point of having me? So then I would just say, obviously, no, because then there's no point in having me. Then I would just, if they can't get to the gym that day, then I'll just tell them I can make them a workout at home. You know? And then what was the other part?
0: Uh, so the, I, I think the only... The only way you can do certain programs together would be so let's say you go out and you buy diamond strength systems twelve week bench press method yeah you can do that method plus whatever leg days you're doing you know yeah you can incorporate the two that way, but you know i'm not going to I'm not going to do the d s seven method and then go and do the five three one method in the same week it's two different things yeah. Uh, our method, DS7 method, is very, uh, it's very particular in certain aspects. That's Da-da-ding! Your Mac is now protected.
1: That's a virus.
0: No, it's not. It's my virus protection. I think it's a virus. Um, so yeah, it's, you can do some methods together. Like, if you have, if you want to get our bench press method and then go get freaking Stan Effredine's deadlift method or whatever or lower body or squat and deadlift method. You could do that because they go hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, you just got to make sure that they're able to go together. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're going to, if you want to do, like if you're prepping for boot camp or your ranger school or sapper school or whatever, or you're prepping for some kind of military school and you are you come to me and be like, hey, uh, hey John, you know, we need, I, w- I want a program that's going to help me prepare for this. Well, if I give you a plan, it's going to it's not going to be a one a week plan. It's probably going to be a five 5 days a week, maybe 7 days a week of exercises and stuff. So you don't you don't have time to go do a a powerlifting routine when you're trying to prep for freaking boot camp or something, you know? So you just want to make sure that the the programs are able they complement each other and that you can use them together. But just be just be aware that not very many programs are like that you might you might as well get a full program from somebody versus one from them and one from somebody else
1: yeah so it's, at not, le- it's not a puzzle for you guys to be together
0: yeah your coach should be able to do it for you if your coach can't give you a freaking 12 to 16 week training program uh, to help you peak on a platform if they're just like, eh, man, all I do is bench press, I can give you a killer bench press me- workout. Well, I don't think that they're really going to understand because the way, the way the DS7 method works and the way Diamond Strength System works is we'll do some movements on the lower body day that help the bench press. Like face pulls, for instance. Face pulls and highlight pull downs builds up the back. You use a lot of back when you bench press. So I know that when I do some face pulls and highlight pull downs on my lower body day, it, it also helps my upper body day as well. So like my programs and the DS7 method, they work hand in hand like that. You can use them. You can use the DS7 method for 12 to 16 weeks, four days a week. It's a conjugate style of training. Uh, and it's one that I, I currently use right now. It's my own. It's my own training method, but some things are customizable for certain people. So, uh, Abby here. Let's say Abby's wanna wanna do, you know, the power of team meet in Jackson, Ohio on October twentieth.
1: Why do you the smile? Halloween Havoc.
0: If she's wanting to do that, she doesn't need to necessarily do all of the exercises that I'm doing. She needs to do some more like pause presses. She needs to do some pulse squats, stuff like that, stuff that's going to get her in the hole and keep her tight in the hole because she's a raw lifter. For me, you know, my training is going to revolve, or my training's going to be geared towards gear. So my training is going to complement the gear, it's going to help and be directed towards the gear. But the DS7 method could be used for raw lifters or gear lifters. You just might have to change. That's where the the knowledge of Abby and I come into play, and we're able to take out certain exercises uh, and implement new ones that's going to be specific to your goal. So to answer the question, you know, if you can use multiple programs at once, yes, as long as they work together and complement each other. But if you're doing, you know, four days a week with Abby at the gym, and you can't make it to the gym one, you know, one day. So you're going to go and do this other program. These programs are not designed for quick fixes in one days. They're they're scheduled out through weeks and weeks of weeks that are that are put together like a puzzle to give you the best results. They always say one good meal is not going to help you, just like one bad meal is not going to hurt you. It takes consecutive good meals to help and consecutive bad meals to hurt you. So, you know, stick to the plan, stick to the workout program. If you've got an upper body and lower body program from two different people or whatever, as long as they work together, you're good to go, but you don't want you don't want to be going off schedule just because you have a fancy app on your phone and you can be oh this this app tells me I can you know upper body workout. I want to stop doing what my trainer has programmed me to do, and I want to do this for a week because I don't want to go to the gym and then I'll hop back on the the other program. It doesn't work that way. They gotta. They it's a formula of weeks and weeks and weeks and days of training that are put together that gives a good solid answer at the end. I guess Is that, I don't know if I worded that right, but did, did, was that under? Did you were you able to understand that? Yeah, that's how I. That's my. That's what I take. That's my uh thought on using other people's programs and stuff. So, I think that's it. That's our rant today, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, I know we had a few hiccups, you know. We got freaking dogs jingling in the background, and <laughs> you know we don't have a fancy studio or nothing to record this out of. We will one day though. But everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, share to our Instagram. Our, our Instagram is diamond underscore strength underscore systems. Our Twitter is at DSS underscore podcast. Thanks for listening. Go follow us. Go check us out. Retweet our stuff. Email us at diamondstrengthsystems.com or diamondstrengthsystems at gmail.com if you have any questions. You could DM us on, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, anything like that. Thanks for listening. If you see us out and about, come say hi. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or anything that you'd like us to address on our podcast, please do that. Uh, through any one of those contact methods I, I previously mentioned. And now, that's it. Abby's going to give you...
1: Our favorite song of the week.
0: Our favorite song of the week.
1: Okay, bye. See ya.